Okay, so I think I know how to begin this one. You ready? Yes. You know, I think we've begun a uh, lot with you doing that one. Except every time we do it, it crashes and yes. fails. <laughs> so now we're probably, you'll never hear this one, audience. If you're hearing this, you are in some other world. Welcome back to Bear Friends Boys podcast episode four. Yes, episode four. Take you two. Here with oh, oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So this is Matthew Curley, and I'm here with Michael Grabowskis, aka Gibby. Which leads me into our question of the day. Segway coming from Mr. Peter Gedix, who says <laughs> he emailed us. He sent us an email at. Bearfenceboy at gmail.com. Bearfenceboys, plural. Um, Actually, technically, he just sent it to my school email. But oh, really? He could have sent it to bearfenceboys at gmail.com. Oh, I thought he sent it to our email. No, he didn't. But still, he addressed it to us. He says, hey, Matthew Curley and QB. He says, I couldn't quite hear what the second guy's name was. Gibby. With a G-I-B-B-Y. Um, he says, I disagree with him about the snapping bit on a personal level. Now, let's not get super deep into it, but if you remember in, I think, episode two, probably. I don't remember what episode where was. We've done so many of these that snap, failed. It's the finger hitting your palm that makes the noise. It is, and it's super sad. Um, so, like, apparently there's a little disagreement about that. But anyway, so Peter says, I have a burning question and need answers. Is a hot dog a sandwich or a mm. taco? I really want to know. Also, where can I get Tifi? Get back to me as soon as possible with an answer so I can sleep again. Thanks, guys. Peter. All right. Okay. Where do we start? I definitely... I I think I think the two options he gave us for the hot dog thing are both incorrect. I think a taco requires some kind of tortilla. Okay. And a hot dog bun is definitely not a tortilla. I think we can both agree on that fact. Okay, I'd buy that. So, I think a taco has to require a tortilla. Does that make sense? Like, think of a taco you've seen that doesn't have a tortilla. Well, you can get... Okay, but a burrito is usually in a taco. Yeah, but, but you it's can wrapped get a burrito, differently. You can get a burrito bowl, which is basically just the ingredients of... Yeah, you can, al you can also get a, a taco salad. It's just in a bowl with, like, crunched up tortilla. So it still falls under the category taco, technically. No, it doesn't. It's just like a taco that was turned into a salad. It's very different. Okay. Anyway, a taco and a burrito require some kind of tortilla. I think the difference between a taco and tortilla is just the way you wrap the taco or burrito or whatever it is. Maybe not. I don't know. That's beside the point right now. I don't. also do not think it's a sandwich. I think it's a hot dog. I think it's its own category of food. Okay, but why wouldn't you why wouldn't you call it a sandwich? Do you think it's a sandwich? No, but I want to hear why you don't think it's a sandwich. Okay, you better not secretly think it's a sandwich cuz you're a heathen if so. I mean, it's sort of in that category, but it's not a sandwich. It's I think a sandwich. a sandwich is something between or that has two pieces of bread. Yeah. A hot dog bun is it's just like, like one piece of... of bread i guess yes but it's not a biscuit it's, it's like a it... roll yeah so i think that a sandwich um like 
usually can like a sandwich can consist of much more than like a top like a taco or I think it ha- maybe not maybe not there's like dessert tacos they're pretty good you like ice cream and like stuff in them okay well I think anyway I think sandwiches consist of much more like basically you have two pieces of bread with like multitudinous ingredients in the middle uh huh like if you just have bread if you have two pieces of bread and you make it it's not a bread sandwich it's just like two pieces of bread as soon as you put something in the middle I think usually like two or more ingredients in the middle it becomes a sandwich like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich you, you can have just a peanut butter sandwich though it doesn't have to be more I, than one I, yeah but uh, mm. and besides in either case you're not helping us I think it's like a piece of bread a okay, I'm getting there okay <laughs> <laughs> something between two pieces of bread yeah but I'm getting there okay so like it has like multitudinous ingredients. There's like things that make it a sandwich, mm-hmm. like hot right? dog, mustard, ketchup. Yeah, but that's not pickles. But, but, but maybe you, sh- shut <laughs> up. <laughs> a hot dog is not a sandwich, okay? Oh wow, those that's are big loud. sound waves. Um, so like a hot dog is like a single like hot dog shaped thing. <laughs> I'm choking like, on my tea here. <laughs> on. Like a hot dog bun is like a different thing. It's not a sandwich. Don't say a hot dog sandwich. I mean, I agreed with you. I'm just saying the way you're explaining it makes well, me think that you think it's a sandwich. It's definitely not a sandwich. <laughs> when has anybody ever, you know, fine. Forget my entire rest of my argument. Just when has anybody ever said, oh, I'm going to eat a hot dog sandwich? And don't be like, yeah, my second twice removed great uncle said that once. Like, no, he, no, shut up. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> Who regularly, unironically, says, I'm going to have a hot dog sandwich? No, they say, I have a hot dog, or I have a taco, or I'm going to have a ham sandwich, or I'm going to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, or I'm going to have a whatever sandwich, a banana sandwich. So a hot dog is basically just a giant pig in a blanket. Yes. But it's a dog, so you can't really call it a hog in a blanket, which would be a big pig. Mm -hmm. So a dog in a blanket? A hot dog? In a blanket? Hot dog. Mm. Mm. What about a hamburger? You don't call that a sandwich. So shouldn't hot dogs and hamburgers fit into the same category since it's the exact same concept? Oh, yeah. Except I guess technically a hot dog bun is usually connected. Like it just I think I think hot dogs, like you, when you grill out, you always have hot dogs and hamburgers. Like rarely do you only ever have the one. Hmm. At least in my experience. Unless if it's like at a campfire where you know it's hard to cook burgers on a stick, <laughs> <laughs> or like at the beach or something. But mm. usually when it's like an actual like, what is it, grill out? Like what do you what do you call that? Cookout barbecue. Barbecue. That's the word. I was Which for. I don't know why they call it barbecue because you don't put barbecue on hamburgers usually. And most people I've seen do not put barbecue on well, I think it's, hot dogs. I think either. it's the like the the way you cook it because in the South it's like there was a barbecue. It's like if you cook something on a grill and like oh, marinate it and stuff. Okay, and so that like it's like the way it's not like you're putting actual barbecue on the thing. That's how it was like originally, but I think now it just evolved into like cooking on a grill outside. Okay, maybe even sense. inside. Can you have an indoor grill or barbecue? Yeah, you can. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. But um, so that leads into the a hot dog is not a sandwich. Second question. Wait, why do you, why don't you think it's a hot dog? Or why don't you think it's a sandwich? Well, because the bun is connected. Oh, okay. Okay. 
I mean, I'm happy with that. Plus, like you said, no one says, "Oh, I want a hot dog sandwich." And like my grandpa used to like cut hot dogs in half, and then like you basically just put it on two pieces of bread and make it like a sandwich, like a ham sandwich, except like with like cut in half hot dogs, like long wise. Hmm. But I don't. Th- I still don't think he called that a san- like a hot dog sandwich. Maybe he did. I don't know. I think you'd call that a hot dog sandwich. Like, an actual hot dog on a hot dog bun is not. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, Peter wants to know where he can get Tifi. Um, the answer is very simple. Authentic Tifi, you have to use Frasati coffee. Oh. Otherwise, it's not authentic. So, But you can substitute that with any kind of coffee. Mm-hmm. Technically, but especially, ideally, especially because everyone's like not at Frisati yeah. right now. Yeah, but when you come back, be sure to use real Frisati coffee. Yeah, you get a cup of Frisati coffee, mm-hmm. and then you get a tea bag. You can use bla- you can use any kind of tea. I usually use tea. black tea for the extra caffeine. Peppermint um, tea, peppermint tea, mm-hmm. orange orange spice tea actually goes pretty well with it. No orange. Uh... And you just take the tea bag and Reach put down. it in the coffee, and wait until satisfactory. Yeah, and then you drink it. You have a good day. You get a little hyper in class, um, a little bit distracted throughout the day, and then you might get a slightly upset stomach. And then you crash and fall asleep for ten hours, which is the best part. And I don't recommend having more than four of these in a day because four. I did that. And since then, I have not been able to drink coffee without getting an upset stomach and cranky, which is fine because I like just tea, and that is what I have been drinking. That's actually what I'm drinking now. Oh, that is also what I'm drinking because it's St. Joseph's Feast Day. Yeah, happy Feast of St. Joseph. We purposely did not record a podcast to put out yesterday that way we could record and say happy feast of saint joseph today obviously obviously (laughs) (laughs) that'd be absurd if we just didn't record for a wednesday release date which is what we set and totally planned to follow through with true yeah but i mean okay we do have even if we had forgotten or gotten busy we have legitimate excuses there's been Quite a bit of changes going around or going on the past few days, mm-hmm. moving off campus. Not that we're making money off of this, but if you mention coronavirus, you get demonetized. Really? Mm-hmm. Who said? The people who demonetize stuff. Oh. Wow. Well, we just mentioned coronavirus by accident. And we're well, going to be... Well, that's why things have been changing. We all got sent home from college... Whoop whoop. Well, Matthew and I are still here. Yeah. Hey, we'll hold down the fort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so over the next month or two, if you feel the urge to hear what is going on in Lander, there's not <laughs> going to be much, nothing. but <laughs> just tune in and we will let you know. Um, so mentioning the virus. Um, shh, shh, don't get us demonetized. Um, wait, we don't make money off of this anyway. It's fine. Shh. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> speak, uh, what, where was it going? Oh, yes. Speaking we have been given 
Speaking of the virus, uh, we have him given a care package. Yes, we have. It is a wonderful care package from Miss Anna Schubert. It is a coronavirus survival package, and it has everything you need to finish out the winter. Yes. At home. But unfortunately, you don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so should you go through the could you go through the checklist? Let's see. We have, oh, wait, do we have um, beef sticks still? Where'd they go? Um, I gave them to you. I know. I ate them. All of them? Why well, one? There was a lot of beef sticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found them. Um, so there were beef sticks. There are still beef sticks. There was some food besides the beef sticks, mm-hmm. um, including but not limited to peanut butter and these, like, bean things that I really liked. Bada bean, bada boom. <laughs> yeah, that's what they were. Um, water balloons. Did I say that already? Um, Easter bombs. I will leave that to your imagination. Wait, did you mention everything already? Not everything. Um, oh, and also, we have we have some tea. The tea I was drinking was actually from Anna. So thank you very much, Anna. That is going to make me relaxed. Um, so yeah. And actually, our topic today also comes from Anna Schubert. We got an email from Mr. Washett about oh, yeah. um, learning in wartime, and it's sort of, I mean... <laughs> I didn't read we it. We haven't gotten around <laughs> to reading it yet, but from what I can gather, it's about, like, the distractions that happen when you're, um, like, when you're at war and how distracting that can be from studying. And it also has to do with why bother continuing to study in wartime when it seems like the whole world is ending or whatever. I'm eating a beef stick, so if I'm not talking very much, that's why. <laughs> One of the reasons why. What would the other reason be? <laughs> I don't know. It just sounded like I should say that. <laughs> um, no, you're right. I have a deep secret. So our topic today is having fun in wartime or mm-hmm. having fun in the midst of the coronavirus. Wait, no. The virus. The virus. Shh. I didn't say it. Um, so if you have been sent home and you're feeling lethargic or lazy or just sort of depressed... Mm-hmm. Cheer up and remember you should still be having fun. Yes. Because of the reasons in Learning in Wartime, which you should read because then you will know. Um, no, because like we're still human. We're still supposed to follow human nature, and part of that is learning. I assume C.S. Lewis talks about this in his brilliant essay because he was a brilliant man. Indeed. And why would he not talk about that? Oh! <laughs> I have my fingers stuck in the mic stand. Just stop. <laughs> You need a fidget spinner. No, I had one. It was terrible. <laughs> Just <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so um Oh, that was terrible. So why do you think it's important to still like have fun even though we're all like um sent away for the end of the world? Because the end of the world has been happening since the beginning of the world and people have been having fun, I'm assuming since the beginning of the world. Or at least have been attempting to have fun. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just... Believe it or not, life is more fun than you try to have fun. It's um, true. It, that's a true proven fact. 
that you could probably look up. Also, why would you not want to have fun? Like, yeah. I've definitely been in that place where you'd rather just feel sorry for yourself, and it's like there is a sort of appetitive pleasure you can get from feeling sad and depressed or angry or like all those emotions that can be negative sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, like everyone wants to be happy, and part of that is having fun. So. Yeah. Like in especially a time like this when your schedule is and like your entire life at least for the next month is totally changed, um, it's really easy to just get depressed and sad and out of it and not really care about anything and maybe even feel sorry for yourself. Um, especially if you live in one of the more isolated places in the country. By isolated, I mean just um, there aren't many other WCC students or other Catholics in your area. So you're taken out of this great community and all of a sudden you're back at home and there's just not a whole lot going on there. Um, that was a long explanation and now I don't remember the point I was making. Oh yeah, it's easy to fall into that slump. So try not to. like Try to stay connected with people as much as you can. Take this opportunity to take your own initiative learning to catch up on reading some books oh i've been doing um, that yeah me too actually lily got your sister lily got me to start reading the ranger's apprentice series oh, i read so good the first two chapters this morning and i hope to continue reading did a few you like chapters the first two chapters day. yeah I wait mean, did you get to the part what, what did you what was the last part you read um i mean i'm pretty sure will is going to be chosen as an apprentice to the ranger just because of the name of the book and like oh. everything has been set up to that but in chapter two it hasn't actually happened yet oh it but he's happen. there i'm not sure i believe you but i'll find out pretty <laughs> soon i'm sure um no uh horace gets to be ranger's apprentice no because horace was already chosen or someone someone was chosen to be like a battle master apprentice or something like that you should read the book just read the book um I'm getting you right. Okay. No, don't tell me that. <laughs> I know I'm right. Um, but yeah, take this opportunity to do something fun, learn something that you don't know. Guitar how to or do. banjo? Perfect yeah. time to learn an instrument. Like you could totally start a band. Yeah, we should do that. We we might do that actually. You you and Ray I was, and I was playing could. with Ray tonight. Yeah. Um, and like a Definitely little bit some, of drums some, goes a some long band vibes. way. Ah, my chest hurts right now. Um, Also, very soon, stay tuned because... (laughs) Are you having a heart attack over there? I don't know. (laughs) Um, We currently do not have podcast intro music. Oh, but but it's coming. That's the plan. Hopefully tomorrow we can uh, get some of that out. It'll be real Um, quick. Yeah. So hopefully by the next episode we'll have some. So also, oh, this could... is this is a great time. Sorry to interrupt you, but this is a great time to like actually spend time with your siblings after it, and if you haven't seen them in a while. That's a good idea. Yeah. Here I am staying in Wyoming while my siblings are in. Oh yeah, if you're home. Actually, not all my siblings are in South Carolina. Only about half of them are. But I don't know. Get to know the people that you're stuck with while this is going on. It should be great. Yeah. Just find ways to take advantage of your situation 
and even if it's not super ideal, make it work for your own benefit and growth. One thing we learned in horsemanship, Mr. Clement said several times, is um, everything that happens, God allows because it has salvific value or poten- mm-hmm. salvific potential. Yes. So even the worst tragedy that can happen, you can look at it as a traumatic experience that will har- wound you and hurt you for the rest of your life, and you like could easily fall into self-pity through that. Or you could look at the crucifixion as one of the most traumatic events in history, but it was the most salvific event in history. And looking at it like that, you realize that absolutely anything that happens, you can use, and you're like supposed to use it. Whether it's good or bad, you're supposed to see the salvific potential and just, I guess, sanctify everything mm-hmm. around you and get Speaking that butt to heaven. Yeah. Speaking of Mr. Clement, uh, Ma- Matthew and I have been learning to rope and ride. Yeah, it's been. Su- I feel like I'm fulfilling a childhood dream. Oh, you like missed I'm becoming a cowboy. You missed today. Oh, did he tell you about how he's like wants to build the bunks in the uh, ranch down there? Oh so yeah, can, for when so cabin, cabin happens. Yeah. yeah, that sounds awesome. That sounds like the dream. Okay, and he showed me pictures of the mountain lions they killed. Yeah, there were three of them. I thought mountain lions were like bobcat sized like what just only a couple times bigger than the average barn cat he showed me the picture with like a 200 pound guy with his arms wrapped around this thing holding him like as high yeah it would these yeah, things are huge they're like the why size why did you of, think they were that they're, small they're lion sized those like, mountain lions they're lions that live yeah. in the mountains like they are lions they're not like these little puny cats running around they are lions what did you think you, you thought they were bobcat sized Basically, like maybe a tiny bit bigger. Why did you? Why would you? Because like I didn't think we had animals that were that wild and amazing out here, like in the United States. Wolves, bears, mountain lions. Okay, oh but my! See, and I think of wolves as just like a little bit bigger than dogs. Ooh, title: Wolves, bears, and lions. Oh my! Oh, there we go. Yeah, perfect. Beautiful, dude. That blows my mind. Yeah, you thought they were that small. Also, I saw a beautiful snowflake today. Oh, yeah? I took a picture of it. It was really weird because it landed on the seat of Nick's Jeep. Oh. And it stayed intact for like five minutes. And I, so I thought it was fake. And then I looked and I saw it was real. So I took a picture of it. And it turned out pretty well. Nice. And then um, I touched it. And it melted. As well. Everything I touch is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had another thing I wanted to say, but then I forgot it. Yeah, so we're learning how to rope and ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Clement is teaching us. We've been helping out at the ranch the past few days. It's been pretty great. To um, stay busy. It's been super cool. Oh, you missed today's roping lesson. That's where I was going with this. Oh, yeah. It was pretty cool. That's unfortunate. I got the, the swing thing down, whatever it was called. Nice. I'm also learning how to do it right-handed. Well, okay. I say I got it down, but that means I got it like twice in a row. And he's like, all right, let's be done for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, yeah, yesterday he made us do it three times in a row before we moved on to the next thing. So. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's been really cool. Dude, it's so cool. Like, It's so satisfying when you get a good one. It's mm-hmm. like, and you like, you rip it back and just tighten it. Oh, it's so nice. Oh, that's where I wanted to go with this. So. You're reading Wild at Heart, which yes. is, like, my favorite book, probably. Mm-hmm. 
And one of the things he talks about is it's a book written for men. You should read it. Like Whether this is the perfect opportunity for you to yes, read this. Yes, it book. is. Um, it will. It changed my life eight times because I read it at least eight times. So it changed my life at least eight times. I have but not finished reading it, but you need I to. need to. One of the things John Eldridge, the author, talks about is, like, as kids, boys dream about growing oh. up and becoming, like, the cowboy, the yeah. mountain man, and, like, all this super cool stuff. Mountain man. And then they grow up and are just, like, sort of bored and disinterested and sort of lose touch with their masculine heart and lose touch with with what what really fuels that desire. And so this week, working for Mr. Clement and feeling like I'm fulfilling a childhood dream of becoming a cowboy has made me reflect on that. And not so much like a checklist. Like, I always wanted to be a cowboy, so I'm going to learn how to be a cowboy and rope and ride so I can check this box. But it's about thinking, what is it that little boys see in something like the cowboy or the mountain man or the police officer or the soldier? What are the traits that make that admirable and then reflecting on that desire and then realizing okay i don't have to become the cowboy or the policeman or the mountain man to fulfill that childhood desire it would be cool if i fulfilled the childhood desire in that way but realizing that there is an authentic desire that should be fulfilled there um what did i say fulfilled too many times i feel like we got a little convoluted oh well that's that's a good word most intelligent people can probably figure out what I was going to say. Not because I'm intelligent, <laughs> just because, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. I agree with you. I don't. Word of the day? Yeah, do you have what? one? <laughs> um, no, but I, I can find one quick. Oh, uh, last time we did that, beef. we spent like tw- a beef. Yeah. Oh, because that has different meanings. Yeah, it does actually. <laughs> <laughs> I got beef with you, bro. <laughs> no, uh, do you have one? Um, let me check super quick. Oh, here's a book of secrets. Hush. <laughs> the virus. Shh. Um, so I get to keep you occupied. Currently, uh, I'm looking at the beef sticks, and I kind of oh, beef. That's actually where I got that word. By the way, I just looked over, and I was like, uh. <laughs> Um, do you have do you, do you look like you had one transfigure <sighs> that sounds almost like I feel no. like we can do better okay well not if we're not prepared we need to remember to we do need to prepare for this oh I can I can find a word on here give me a sec don't unplug the microphone oh that would be that'd be bad you won't want to do that um I don't, I don't know. I should have my notebook on me, but I don't. Hmm. Uh. This is gonna take a while. Yeah, I have. Uh, no you have idea no idea. To come up with one. Um. Um. What's a word we heard used recently? That's a very good word. <clears throat> oh, how about um? Nope. Never mind. Well, that was great. You already did that one. <sighs> great. Great? There's like four different great words. Great words? There's great, there's great, 
Oh, yes, There's there is. Great. No, I just, you said, I said great, and then you said we already done that one. I was thinking of something Um. Else. Variant. Okay. That's a good word. I don't know how often it's used, but... Not enough, I'll tell you that. Um, and also, we're recording in a very different location, so we're still trying to figure out the sound levels, so I apologize if it's slightly imbalanced more so than usual. Hopefully we'll figure that out eventually, whether we end up um, purchasing another microphone so we don't have to keep leaning in awkwardly and swinging it around or finding a different room. We'll see. So stay tuned. Okay, so variant. I think that's just basically like varied, variant, different, various Contradistinction? Yeah, but we've already looked that up. We already know what that is. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. You tell us what you think it means then. Oh, wait. These uh... words suck. <laughs> I have a... Mm-hmm-hmm. Enthusiasm. Okay, we just need to pick one because we're going on okay. five minutes right, trying right, to right, figure right, out right. the I'm sorry. This happens all the time. So what word? Evoke. Oh, wait, that's a good word. I like that. Evoke? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how that's different from provoke. Mm, I think it's different. But, like, you are... I'm going to say, like, you are uh, not... You're, like, pestering somebody. Not pestering. I don't want to say that. But you are digging somebody or something to evoke something out of them see i thought it was more of a like an invitation or make someone attracted to it oh what um oh that's not what i thought oh did you look it up already Mm-hmm. oh that's also i, I don't know I, I, yeah bring or recall to the conscious mind yeah well, that's cool. I never knew that. Evoke. Oh, wait. So I just thought evoke was provoke. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I said that. I was like, oh, wait. No, I guess that's more like this. But I just said what I thought provoke was. Wow. Because what provoke is. <laughs> I think you have a touch of um, the virus. No. Shh. Shh. Wait, no. I actually, I actually don't. I'm perfectly healthy. Oh, Except for I'm slightly allergic to allergenic to hay. I'm a Is little, it alfalfa? I'm a little photogenic to hay. Oh. Kidding, I'm not photogenic to anything. Because of the gap between my teeth. <sighs> Wait, what? That's not true. There's a photogenic man here. <laughs> you should see his beard. Don't lie to them. They already know what I look like. Most of them. That's true. All right. Um, all right. I think that's. Call it a wrap? I do. All right. Um, Email us at barefenceboys at gmail.com. Or, oh, actually, you have to do that now. Never mind. Yeah, you will not be seeing us around Baldwin. That's what I was actually about to say. But I was like, oh, wait. If you want, you can fly back to Lander and say hi. Or 
pay us to come visit you. We'll oh, that would be way cooler. Podcast in your living room as that long would as be, you're not sick. That would be optimal. All right. Have a good night. Have fun. Stay warm and well fed. Hey, that's that's. I say that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good night, folks. Yep.